Guys, you saved Christmas by giving weed to a demon one time. I mean, that's true. So we much. I literally ran a Christmas themed, or well, holiday themed, winter holiday themed adventure. The winter holidays, the festive cheer. It's endangered. Quick, what will you do? And the most creative solution they could come up with was um, they had a whole bunch of weed somehow and they threw it into a fiery demon, got the demon real high. And you say that like that wasn't creative. Also, we had all that weed because Shelly was our dealer. Yeah, Shelly was <laughs> our dealer. I was. Mac! More Did you all clap? clap? Yes. Whatever. Wait, you why want... do you want to spread the clap? Yeah, why are you trying to give us all gondoria cloud? Kevin's wife has to go to her job. <laughs> so let's if go then. I swear to God, if you guys don't stop this nonsense. Okay. Cart time. Hello, everyone. Giant crocodile. Welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> Tales from the Table. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ, Cloud, you sound so resigned. Do, 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 do. Yep. That, yep. That's the mood today, folks. Um, for you only. Whatever. Me, Cloud, Dungeon Master, sad and resigned because players are dicks. Me, Athanasius. Me, Cleric. Me, read book. Me, Me, Flower. Don't actually have a dick. Have a hemipene. <laughs> factually accurate but unfortunate it's spiky <laughs> there's supposed to be another player but nope we're just not getting an intro from him that's fine this is totally fine wait intro uh, from who and Caden uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna print that on shirt. I was looking up crocodiles versus alligators to see which one we were actually facing hey guess what you get to give the summary oh awesome because yeah all right. Um, so we saw the undead Zambambis. There's there's been an infection of fungus, and um, we ran. We ran a lot. I uh, I used my gust of wind. Yeah, and it, it blew them all away. Blew away cloud too. Yep. And we jumped in a river, and and then it wasn't effective anymore. I I, I was using it was not effective. I mean, it still was, because you knocked some of those zombies away from you. Mm. A little bit. Debatable. Right. Okay. And, uh, and then there were some uh, crocodiles. They tried eating us, and I was like, oh no. Dos cocodrilo! And then Flower was all like, I got this broski. And he uh, wrapped up around a crocodile and told him to flee. And now we're all uh, running the crocodile surfboard away. To a happy ending. We are riding Los Cocodorilo. It's probably yeah. not going to be happy, but... Now, I will say, how long does command last? It's only one turn, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's one action. Yeah. Or one turn. Yeah. But so, still, it got us 100 feet. Right, right, right. I- I'll-, 
I'll say generously because it rolled so bad. I mean, it rolled a natural one. So I'll say the crocodile takes you guys out of the city safely away from the other crocodile and the two zombies that were in the water with you. And um, before it maybe comes to its senses a little bit, uh, you guys are now outside the city walls of Relish in the surrounding jungle. Uh, and you were going downstream. Uh, so you were heading... Uh, in a sort of northwesterly direction. There is a map. Uh, uh, Dre, you can feel free to share that map, actually, since I'm assuming Flower would share any information that he knows with. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna party. assume but that it's waterproofed. What the listeners really want. Well, you is... don't have a map, I don't think, but you you know in your head the map. I mean, that's that's just a very general map. The dotted lines show the roads. The the lines over the rivers are crossings. Um, and then it just shows where the two cities are. So, I love it. But uh, what the listeners really want is two chasing episodes in a row. In a row. Yeah. The crocodile turns around and comes at us again. Just trying to liven the combat up a little bit with something else. Bit of yeah. A like, I'm sure zombies. the listeners would love us to go back to Relish and just spend like 10 episodes fighting shit in Relish. I like that accent, Cloud. You should use that for one of your NPCs. No, I, I totally love the chasing. Mm, this this is an NPC. I don't know where this voice comes from. I don't know a bit of old lisp. <laughs> anyway, here's a map so that you can see it. Hmm. So we're going downstream towards Anpal. Yes, although um, it, the Paul, river... Anpal, is that what that is? It looks like Andal. Oh, sorry. My handwriting's not very good. It's Anpal. Your handwriting is amazing. I was going to say, your handwriting's like very good. It's just it's because of how small it is. I can't really certain tell if it's a P or a D. Are... Yeah, a little relish looks are... like Pellish. <laughs> yeah, That's it's... true, yeah. 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 Sorry about that. No, it's Anpal. A-N-P-A-L. Because the river curves, it's not like a straight shot. So if you follow the river, you're going to go north and then curve over to the west. The dream pool, huh? Mm -hmm. Is that where we take our crystals to give the moon baths? (laughs) Maybe. Stuff is going to happen at the dream pool is all I'm going to say. Oh, is that where the orgy happens? (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you was play that your cards where the orgies right. happened, Flower? Orgies happened everywhere. Well, truth. <laughs> okay, so you guys are just—I'm going to say maybe like just a little bit outside the city walls of Relish when the uh, zombie croc uh, realizes, sort of snaps out of it, and is like, "Oh wait, I'm a zombie. I'm supposed warm... to be immune to this." I can't... War- no. <laughs> Warm flesh, eat, consume. Shit, off the croc, off the croc, onto shore, guys. Okay. Ah. I get off the croc and move to shore. All right, it it lunges and and takes a bite uh, at flower, but it it misses by a mile. It's still kind of dazed and disoriented. (laughs) What just happened to me? I'm having an existential crisis. All right, um, I start um, whirling my machete around and try to scare it back into the water. Hmm, make an intimidation check. Uh, 25. Oh, uh, it, it rolls really high, but not that high. <laughs> so it's like, oh, shit, Steve? As it looks at the uh, crocodile jawbone machete in your hand. <laughs> 
wailing in despair, it, it runs back into the river. Steve. Rip. Steve. Oh my fucking god. All right, so you guys are now on the banks of this fairly wide, but also slow-moving and turbid river, um, which is full of, uh, um, you know, sediment. So it's kind of a murky brown color. There's not a lot of visibility. Uh, the vegetation is thick um, on both banks. Um, I'm breathing very hard. And I want to start looking for uh, tracks, potentially, of um, lizard folk who might have gone through the area, some sort of sentient being who we can talk to to get answers. Ampal is very far away, so it would be a good um, trek to try to get there. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you make a survival check? Not so good. Six. Yeah, unfortunately, I think in your current mental state, you're just a little too frazzled to um, be a good tracker at this point. All right, yeah. I'm looking around and just starting to... It's finally everything is catching up with me and I'm realizing the gravity of what's happened and it's all because of me and I'm, you know, (laughs) starting to freak out just a little bit. I walk over... And I kind of, I'm not going to grab Flower's hands, but I kind of like grab his arms, like, you know, kind of by the elbows and kind of, I'm like, hey, I know what's going on here is crazy and super hard for you. But right now, we need to focus on getting somewhere safe so that we can come up with a plan to help these people. Okay, I know you can do this. We, we we can help them, right? They're not they're not too far gone. You you know the the dead. We can we can still help them, can't we? I do not know enough about this particular outbreak or whatever's going on here to give a definitive answer, but I can promise you that I will do anything that I can to help you help these people. Right. Okay. I I don't don't know what to do. I was looking for tracks there, lizard folk group who live all throughout the jungle, but I'm not seeing anything. I guess we could start making our way to the closest city, but that's miles and miles and miles away. Caden, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. We're I think we should at least. I think our main concern right now is just find somewhere to find somewhere safe. Really, I mean, we don't know how far the fungal infection spread. Could just be relish in this immediate area, or it could stretch for miles. I, I, we don't know. Can I go look for um, a hunting den? So the way snakes. Um, a hunt they sort of coil up and wait for prey to come and then spring out so i imagine they're just like you know a hidey hidey holes all around with you know supplies for hunters to wade in and strike at prey sure and i mean you're familiar with this area and you were trained by uh, a lizard folk hunter trick so you would know the location of uh of those dens um if they're like established yeah 
Okay. I'm going to go try to find one of them. Okay, cool. Uh, why don't you uh, make a survival check to see whether you're able to correctly like place where you are and then make your way there? Would I have advantage because I know this place? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, 15. It was a okay, two yeah. at first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're, this is your home turf, so you're, you are uh, able to make it there. Why don't you describe what it looks like? Um, well, probably pretty run down, but there's um, dry woven uh, thicket cover, and it's sort of in the gnarled roots of one tree, and uh, a small, pretty uncomfortable for like a non-serpent folk, I think, to sprawl out in. Um, but yeah, this little den made of packed earth and uh, knotted tree roots. Yeah, probably some old uh, moldy supplies and stuff. Yeah, when you get to this den, it's pretty apparent that no one has been in here for a little while. Um, there's no recent signs of activity. Define a little while. Um, like days, yeah, maybe like, weeks, months? Uh, weeks, for sure. Okay. I could go climb a tree and shout for help. Maybe not where we are, but in case we bring bad things. But I know I can I can speak lizard folk. I might draw some people here if they're in the area. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know what's a good idea anymore. I think you mentioned there was another another city. Yeah, Anpal. It's... uh. Over 50 miles away. It would be a long trek to get there. Still probably our best option in terms of safety. Um, we should probably head there and then start working our way back towards Relish to try to figure out how far this is spread and see if anyone there has any idea what caused it. That might give us some idea of if there's a cure or not. Have we been noticing any animal life out in the jungle now that we're outside of Relish? I know in Relish it was quiet and there weren't any, um, you know, birds or anything. Yeah, um, this area of the jungle is suspiciously quiet. It's not like you don't see any or hear anything. Every once in a while you see a flash of color, you know, that's, you know, maybe like a bird. Uh, or you hear like a monkey calling, you know, far away. But the jungle is much quieter than it really should be. Uh, all right. I'd like to take uh, as straight a shot as we can. But so there's uh, in the map, there's the river and then there's a road, right? That's yeah, I will. I, away yeah. from the... I will say, uh, I'll give you guys two pieces of, of information. Um, one uh, is that Anpal is uh, an elvish city rather than a serpent folk city. Um, but it is the closest city to Relish. Uh, and second, the other nice thing about Anpal is that there is a road, like an established road that leads from Anpal to Relish. Um, the two cities have a lot of commerce and other relations that go between them. Um, so there's actually a road and like places where you would cross the river and some of the tributaries that are in between there. 
it's not a straight shot. It has to go around some, you know, natural uh, formations and things like that that would get in the way of a road. But it is at least an established path, you know, so you're not just trying to hack your way through uh, jungle brush all day. That seems preferable. Yeah, um, absolutely preferable. Let's get out to the road. How long would it take us to go 60 miles? Good question. We can do the math. We can do the math. Oh, please, let's do the math. So, at a... F- oh, no, there are D&D rules for this, my friends. Um, so, at a fast pace, uh, you... So, if you're just moving at a normal pace, you go 10 miles a day. Jeez. If you... I- I'm using the same rules here that are in Tomb of Annihilation, which is a similar setting. Um, and that says that... On a river, you don't really go any faster because these are slow-moving rivers. So um, you can move at a fast pace, uh, and then uh, um, uh, we roll a d4, uh, and there's a chance that you'll go an extra 10 miles, uh, but uh, you also get a minus 5 to your passive perception, so it's easier for stuff to jump, get to jump on you. Or you can move at a slow pace, um uh in which case there's a chance that you will uh only move 5 miles but uh you have the option of making stealth checks to move stealthily if you want to so it's harder for things to get the jump on you. Mm, Caden moves 2.4 miles per hour. <laughs> Caden can sit on top of my pack. Well you won't, you yeah, aren't going to move I'm... much faster. Uh yeah. I want to. I want to. You move two point eight eight miles per hour. Okay. That's uh, that's that, thirty feet per turn. Each, that, that'll each add turn up. Turn being six seconds. Ten ten rounds in a minute, six sixty minutes in an hour. So that's that's my calculation. Yeah. So in two days we can make it there. Um, Doing twelve hour shifts of walking. I'm gonna go by the rules that are in the book. Because I'm sure the people there thought about it, and it's moving through almost identical terrain, so 10 miles a day. So it's going to take you about six days to get there. 10 miles a day? Sorry, man. so slow, Cloud. That's what the rules say. I I read it on purpose. Well, if we move at a fast pace. Right. Right, if we move at a fast pace, it's three days instead of six. How long are we walking for, for? For listeners who might feel that I'm being unfair when I said that there was a road and that in Tomb of, Anni- Tomb of Annihilation there are not roads into Inner Chult, I will say that this is not like a nice, you know, like super well-maintained modern highway, right? This is, it's a road that you can follow, but, you know, how well-maintained it is and, you know, there are still other hazards along it. Um the the one nice thing about it is that you stand like you're not going to get lost if you follow the road, right? We're going 0.8 miles per hour if we move for eight hours in a day and only make it 10 miles. Well, if we move fast, we can make it 20 miles, right? There's a chance you roll for it. You should probably just make that guaranteed if we're on a road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotta go so fast. that's a nice happy medium. We make it in three days instead of the like two days that Mac was saying. 
I swear, I look, take it up with uh fucking Merles and Crawford guys, cause it's There's in the a book. difference between using a machete to cut your way through an underbrush and moving on a road, even if it's not a great road. There's yeah. still a significant time difference, Cloud. Fine, you wanna compromise and say what 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 would you think? Fifteen days. Oh, okay. Just so the, you th- the guarantee that we get the twenty. But miles then you would day. take. But that would be if you consider it a fast pace. That would be taking a minus five on your passive perception. Are what you're saying is that you think twenty miles would be your normal pace? Correct. Okay, and then your fast pace, trying to double it, would be like trying to go like thirty or forty miles in a day. Mm, yes, thirty okay. probably. Okay. All right. Max said that about two days would be us getting there. Okay. I'll, I accept your bargain. So, you know, if we're acting as if we're in combat the entire time, right? And like moving our full speed every turn, then yeah, obviously we're going to take the, the perception hit, but we'd be able to get there in two days. Or if we're moving carefully through the jungle, we could get there in three days. All right. I'll, I'll take it. For now, I'd want to move at a normal speed and just um look for signs of uh, life in the trees of the nearby uh for jump. Fuck, fuck it. <laughs> I'm like, did your internet cut out there, or are you just having? Some I'm trouble going with to words? say yes. I'm gonna blame the internet. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. <sighs> um. I'm going to say, so you guys, uh, you got up pretty early in the morning. <laughs> Although, what does morning mean in Gallimaufry? It is a valid question. We have our stopwatches. Uh, we do You know. do have stopwatches. I think, though, when you came out in the basin, we'll just say you got to relish at some point in, in the morning in relish. Um, and then you had a chase. Uh, and... Then you were on the bank, got to this hunting den. That probably took you a little while. It's definitely afternoon by now, I'm going to say. It's probably started to rain a little bit. Uh, down as far as you guys are underneath, uh, you know, so much, so many layers of vegetation and tree branches. Um, you know, rain feels more like just a lot of dripping <laughs> onto you. But you, you hear the sound of... Uh, you know, drops of water pattering to the ground all around you. I suppose we can move towards Anpal and keep an eye out for other signs of life on the way, if you guys are okay with that. Yeah, I mean, it seems like our best best right now. Hope, hope they're okay and they can help us if they have any knowledge about what happened in Relish. Okay. If you're wanting to, like, actively, like, look for things, like, tracks and stuff like that, you're definitely going to have to move more slowly. Um, would would we be able to move normally, at a normal pace and look? Because the reason I'm saying no is because you would probably have to go off the... Uh, off the road a little bit unless you're just only looking to see if there are tracks on the road that's what i was thinking yeah oh okay just on the road L- itself leading you're not like the road. you're not going off you know at any point to like look in the brush or anything like that not unless i see something promising yeah okay all right then yeah 
that's that's fine. Uh, but to do like a thorough search of an area, you would definitely have to move more slowly. Um, okay, uh, you guys can start heading uh, that way. Um, just just for the fun of it, because it's it's more fun when you guys roll the dice. Who wants to roll me a d6? Boom, I got it. <laughs> we get to blame Caden when things go bad. Four. Oh, four was not a good option. Uh, okay. Morgan England. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Caden. Yes, actually. Um, some of them weren't that bad. But four was particularly nasty. Way <sighs> to go, Mac. <laughs> Alright, count me on next four, time, oh dear. Four was the Sharknado of the campaign. <laughs> it's not quite a Sharknado, but it's not, it's not great, maybe. Um, Snakenado. <laughs> Snakenado. Oh my I have God. animal friendship. I would love a Snakenado. We actually talked about this at one point. I was like, I'm going to send a tornado full of snakes. And Dre reminded me that they have unlimited... Uh, uh, charm animals or whatever on snakes, so that wouldn't work. They would become master of the snake nato, and that would be par for the that course. That sounds like um, a great idea. Yeah, exactly. Then that was that's when I remembered that I would not do that. We're gonna have you meet our best friend, Rock. <laughs> snake nato and Rock. And there's gonna just... have to be a spinoff podcast about Dwayne and the and the Snake Nato just like chilling together, having adventures. Yeah, like a buddy comedy. Okay, um, sure. Okay, you guys are walking along the road. Like I said, there's some rain showers. It, the road is, you know, just packed earth and you know surrounded by dense brush that's always threatening to, you know, grow over it. And in some places, it it has. Uh, the road, especially here around Relish, definitely hasn't been, you know, maintained as thoroughly as it probably should have been and was back when Flower lived here. Um, why don't you all make me perception checks? Natural one. 18. Natty 20. Ooh. Nice. Uh, Caden... Uh, ever since you've you've been in the jungle, you've felt this sort of burgeoning uh, outdoorsmanship inside of you. And you're like, no, oh, it's a good thing I, I bought this hat. I, I feel just so much more at home in like an outdoorsy sort of way. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, as you're walking along the road, you hear some clearly some sort of disturbance uh, in the undergrowth. Uh, Oh, oh, a little ways off to your your right. Um, it feels a disturbance the, in the force, as yeah, if a million voices cried out and were immediately silenced. silenced. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, actually, uh, what this sounds like is a lot of voices crying out and not being silenced and getting louder and louder. Not people voices. Uh, they sound more like uh, sort of high pitched, um, sort of calls. I'm ugh, I'm gonna get so much hate about this. I have no idea what they would sound like. Hey, guess what? No one knows what they would sound like. They've been extinct for millions of years, uh, and pretty soon it becomes apparent to all of you that something is about to crash out of the undergrowth and then out of the bush uh, shoots um, a quite small, really only about the size of a chicken, a little uh, velociraptor. Oof. Sort of uh, shrieking, and uh, you're in its way, so it's going to sort of barrel right into you. Did their perception checks do nothing for that? Didn't surprise you. Okay. 
I guess, yeah, if, if you want to, roll for, roll for initiative. 17. 4. Uh, 14. All right. Okay, so uh, this, this little guy bursts out of the brush and uh, sort of barrels right into you. Caden, uh, you react first. No surprise, since uh, you had the highest perception check. Is he attacking me? Um, with a natty 20 on perception, you have this sort of, like, instinctive feeling that, um, these velociraptors aren't all you were hearing. This guy was already running really fast, and he wasn't running really fast to, like, chase right at you. Um, he definitely looks like he's flailing around and is gonna try to lash out, maybe with his claws and teeth, because you guys are in his way. But you get the idea that he, you guys maybe, he's maybe only attacking because he ran into you guys and you're blocking his path. There's something bigger coming. And I then... don't like that. We should climb a tree. Is, is it just a reaction or do I get to take an action? Is it my turn? Oh, no, it's actually your turn. Oh, okay. I cast Fall Cloud. <laughs> El Clasico. Classic Caden. All right. And I jump back 10 feet because that's what I do when I cast Spellcraft. I try and get yep. behind Athens and Flower relative to whatever's coming at us. Uh, we have official fan art showing that you jump up out of the cloud, dab, and then fall back into it. We do have so. official fan art? Okay. Yeah, we, we do. Uh-huh. It's a doodle that I drew at work, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Still counts. So Caden jumps up, he dabs, he falls back in 10 feet behind where he was. And I told you there was something bigger coming. Yep. Uh, fog cloud, what's the um, what's the diameter on that? 20 feet. Radius, oh, so 40 foot diameter. Radius, so, for, so 40 feet, okay. Heavily obscured. Heavily obscured, all right. Thank you for reminding me about that. Okay, uh, next up is Athanasius. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Well, you're in fog now, so you can't see anything. I like uh this you, Caden? Yes, me. I assume we don't want to be eaten, so we're going to leave? Question mark. Seems like a sound plan, Flower. Okay, let's stay grouped up and start moving. Well the cloud will move with us, right? Uh says on a point. Yeah, on a point. Yeah. I don't think I can do that. What if the point he cast it on was his hat? I don't think I don't think you can I do that. I don't think it works that sorry. Spells that have area effects that move with you usually state that explicitly. I imagine I think what we should do is move into the opposite at what, what east where do you say it was coming from? North, south, east, west? Uh it's coming from your right. So if you guys are on the road, that's probably coming from the northeast. Let's uh slip into the south side of the jungle and stay concealed by the bushes as we move further away. I like that idea. Works with me. All right. So we're all sort of going to move together, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Athanasius can move and Caden moved. Uh, but before Flower uh, gets to move, um, the Velociraptor is actually going to take a couple swipes at you. Oh, man. It rolled really well. With disadvantage? This one doesn't have disadvantage because it bumped into you guys already. All right, so Flower, you take uh, seven piercing damage 
uh, as it bites you. And then it's sort of just like flailing and struggling around. It, it doesn't seem like it's sort of like purposefully attacking you. It's almost like reflexive as it's just trying desperately to get away. Oh, man. Okay. And then it hits you once with uh, one of its sharp claws as well. It's got these really long claws. And then uh, six additional slashing damage. So that's 13 total. Okay. All right. Sorry, that's hard hitting for a Velociraptor. I rolled fairly high on both of those attacks. Um, so it cuts some gashes into you and, and then uh, kind of as quickly as it does that, then just sort of dis like gets tries to get away from you and disentangle itself. It's going to try to run away from you. Do you want to attack it as it goes past? No. Okay. I mean, you, you can. You could take an attack of opportunity because it's going to just run the fuck away. It's just trying to get out of here. I get that. As you're like this dripping blood. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> As it's like trying to get away. It's like when Luna jumps up on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Accurate. Totally accurate. <laughs> yep. Yep. Or when a scared cat climbs you. Just like leaving trails of blood from its claws. It's just uh -huh. trying to get away. And then as it leaps away, you swat at it with a machete, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. We on this podcast, well known for our, all the terrible cruelty. things we do. Okay. Uh, then we are back to Caden. The uh, sounds of uh, screeching and crashing in the undergrowth are quite loud now. Like... You you are about to be uh, have some more company. Well, we're moving into the the south side. Uh, I'm I'm gonna roll stealth. Did did I get an action on the last turn, or was that the surprise round? Oh no, I totally forgot to take you or take your action. I'm sorry. Rude. Okay, I skipped I mean, you. I know, rude. rude. I'm sorry. I just I just move. <laughs> okay, to, to wear flower or. <laughs> I moved to where I am. I moved to where Athen and, and Caden are in the south side. Okay. Uh, Would you like to roll right. for stealth? Yeah, if you want to. Um, I think hiding is an action. But yeah, you can, uh, on each of your turns, you can roll me a stealth check if you want to. So, Flower, you can you can stealth. Because uh, I have disadvantage because of my armor. That's a hot four. Rip. Ooh. But you're still heavily obscured, and the thing hasn't seen us yet, so that's fine. Oh, you're staying within the fog cloud? Well, yeah, how we're just wide is the like road? On the edge of it. I'm not sure. Is the, how wide? Is the road 20 feet wide? Or 40 feet wide? Probably not. Probably not, no. Because so, it's a 20 foot radius, so right. the fog goes into the south side. All right, I will put you just off the road in the brush on the south side of the road. Even if, but still within the fog cloud. Even if we were outside of it, the fog should be between us. And, and we didn't go thing. straight south either. We moved at an angle, so like it doesn't anything... matter. We're not playing in a grid. It's fine. I'm. I mean, you know, anything running directly behind the Velociraptor won't run into us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's totally fine. Okay, cool. Um, so the yeah, you have advantage on hiding. Or should we have even rolled? I was going to say, actually, gonna like, um, I'm still going to have you roll stealth because of the, s the sound you might make, but mm -hmm. you are invisible for I don't make sound. purposes. Nothing's going so, to be able to see you. I would have taken my first roll then, right? Uh, the disadvantage would have canceled out, so I would have taken my first roll. Uh, yeah, sure. 
Okay, that was a 12 then, not a 4. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, sorry about the confusion there, folks. Back up to Caden. All right. Do I get super advantage? No. Because my boots give me advantage. I know. There's no super advantage. You can only get advantage. Mmm, delicious. Um, you have lucky. That's a 20. Modded. Oh, okay. Oh, you weren't saying delicious because it was terrible like usual. Not an ironic delicious. This is an actual delicious. <laughs> I'm, audience, you'll note that I'm so used to that that I'm like, you have lucky. Reroll the one. <laughs> <laughs> my first roll is a four. My second roll is a 15. <laughs> All right. And Athanasius? Thank God for advantage. 16. Boom. Okay. We the first one the... was a five, by the way. Yeah, you guys, um, with the help of this fog and the, you know, sort of the dense underbrush and everything like that, you you manage to sort of crouch in among the, you know, vines and tree roots and, and sort of broad leaves of the plants that are all around you. Um, and, and you just manage to sort of crouch into the best hiding positions you can um, as suddenly just a bunch more velociraptors, two, four, eight, 12 of them, a whole pack of velociraptors streams out of the undergrowth on the other side of the road. Um, I don't know how much you really see that. Um, as I'm saying that, I realize that you're in the fog, so you can't see it either. But um, maybe you see some of them streaking past you in the fog, but just not really noticing you, or even if they do, not caring. Um, <laughs> streaking. <laughs> well, it's true. They are naked. A bunch of nude velociraptors just runs right by you. Oh, God. Our eyes. <laughs> I know. Whatever will you do? The dongs flapping um, in the wind. <laughs> I mean... They're flapping flaps. Sure. Uh, listeners who know about dinosaurs, feel free to let us know if they actually had penises or not. I'm not sure. Uh, and then you hear just... A couple of earth-shaking thuds. Uh, sort of these rapid um, footfalls. Uh, like, they come in patterns of six, which seems a little bit odd. And uh, you hear like a low huffing sort of uh, breathing of some very large animal, you assume. Um, you hear the footfalls sort of stop, and uh, this creature sort of sniff the air, <sighs> trying to uh, smell where its quarry has gone. But uh, thanks to your quick thinking and Caden's uh, spell, you eventually hear uh, its footsteps pound off uh, as it chases uh, after the velociraptors uh, further south of you in a way. Yeah, pound. Yeah. Seriously? Would I... <laughs> <laughs> Would I know what this is? I'm sure I'm familiar with some dinosaur breeds in the in the vicinity. Sure, make a nature check. Oh, good. Ten? Um, you're not thinking this is a dinosaur, actually, because you've never heard of a dinosaur with six legs. Um, there's kind of only one thing, like one large predator in the forest that actually sort of runs on six limbs, uh, and that would be uh, the giant four-armed ape uh, that's called a Giralon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, these creatures are like um, like very large uh, gorilla-like apes, but they have two feet and then four arms. And when they like run at full tilt, uh, they do tend uh, to run with uh, sort of all six limbs pounding the ground. Well, that was a good one to avoid. What was it? Um, a big six-limbed gorilla thing. They can move very quickly, and they can punch you real good. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to fight that. No, how even just the little tiny Velociraptor got me a couple of times. Yeesh! I'm gonna lay on hands a couple points just to close up any wounds, so I'm not like wafting the smell of blood to anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, how many? Um, uh, five. Okay. Uh, by this time. It's probably starting to get a little later in the afternoon. How many uh how many miles uh do, do you guys think it's fair to travel on your first day since it's only a partial day? 20. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Um 12. <laughs> 12. Can we keep it at can we just say like 15. either 10? Yeah. Uh probably like a half day after we got through all the chase and like Made the yeah, can we say that. 10 just to keep the numbers even? 11. <laughs> okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> there we go. But Anpal is 61 miles away, so. <laughs> <laughs> Have no. I seen any other um, signs of uh, sentient humanoid tracks? Uh, why don't you make me a perception check? So you can pick up anything. Dirty 20. Okay. Um... For most of the day, you're really not seeing very much. And then when the light is, you know, starting to fade and, you know, deep uh, underneath, you know, so many layers of vegetation as you are, you know, down on the ground of this rainforest, um, it uh, the light fades pretty fast because um, it's very shadowed. You know, just as you're you're starting to feel like it it might be pretty dark soon, you see something that um might look just pretty innocuous to anybody who hadn't actually been trained by a lizard folk hunter. Um, but you actually see uh, a, a sapling that has uh, been uh, sort of bent over and uh, grown in a certain you know, way and shape that you recognize as a lizard folk trail marker. And uh, when you go over to examine it, uh, you see that there are um, a collection of colored stones at its base that have been left as uh, that hunters leave as, you know, signals to other hunters about various conditions in the forest. And you can tell that one of the rocks uh, that has been left there as a as a sign has been left very recently. Um, the uh, color that has been used to mark it um, uh, was put on recently. It's only sort of just dry. Uh, there was someone here maybe just a day ago. All right. Is it warning about the Goraladon? <laughs> no. Um, it's actually... Um, uh, they use these uh, stones and other various things to um, pass 
sometimes the messages are about prey and, and hunting conditions and where certain animals are migrating to. Uh, but this one uh, is actually used to signal to different um, nomadic uh, groups of lizard folk to come to a central uh, meeting place. Um, and you actually know where this one is. Trick actually uh, brought you there. It's off the road. Um, it's uh, there's a small tributary that um, comes off of the uh, Ayurda River, um, north of where Relish is. Uh, and the camp is maybe, uh, is like on the bank of that. Uh, there's like a sort of central uh, meeting place where sometimes different uh, nomadic groups of lizard folk will meet up to trade things with each other and swap information. Uh, or they might sometimes go there to seek safety in numbers if there's some sort of threat. Guys, we have a lead. There's a a, a lizard folk gathering that uh, hopefully is um, we're not too late. We can't miss it. Um, we might need to bushwhack a little bit to get there, but it's about uh, 15 miles. If you look at the map, um, I'm gonna say it's uh, it's where that bend is. See the little tributary. Uh, that's north of Relish. Okay. See the bend? I'm thinking like right there. And I'm I'm guesstimating that straight shot. Uh, it's gonna be, uh, cause I'm gonna I'm gonna say you guys where you are right now. You've maybe just reached the the bank of the Ayurda River again, and would have to cross. So you okay. can either choose to cross the river, uh, um, at the at the crossing where the road goes over. Um, and keep heading towards Anpal, or you can go directly north about 15 miles and you would get to this gathering place. Right, which is what I want to do. Right. Sorry, I'm just trying to clarify distances for um, for you guys. It's a ways, but perhaps if we uh, camp the night and then leave in the early morning, we could get there and meet with some people, get some answers? Yeah, Worked for I me. Mean, yeah, work. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, some survivors from Relish would be gathered there. Oh, that would be amazing if that if that were the case. But for now, I don't. There aren't any hmm, hidey holes around here that I know of. But we could climb a tree and sleep. It's mm, a little bit easier for me, but we can lash you to some branches to make sure you don't roll out and it's going to be safer than being along the ground you know what with the velociraptors and such Kane's a little nervous but uh like, uh yeah if we can find a good spot so that i'm not worried about falling out of a tree i i, I know how to, t- to tie knots i'll make sure that yeah you don't fall all right okay uh, just, just pure, purely for fun, Flower, make me a survival check for tying those knots. Oh. Here we go. 91. Do it. Do it's it. not amazing. Do it. Okay. I was gonna say, how well can Flower really tie knots? 12? Okay, yeah, not terrible. Caden, you maybe don't feel like these knots are quite as secure as they uh, should be, <laughs> but... Um, it's dark. It's hard to see. Right, right. Athanasius, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fairly used to heights from the mountain. This is a little bit different, but 
Um, Bit different. You know, to get up to, like, ruins and stuff, I used to have to climb up the mountainside and stuff, so... The heights don't really phase me necessarily, but um, I still don't want to fall, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I'm mostly okay. All right. So you guys take a long rest? Yeah. yeah. I think we do. Yep. Wow. That was a shorter day than I thought. <laughs> well, you did a lot. There, You did a lot in one day. I only cast two spells. All right. Is anybody... Uh... You you are in what you feel is a fairly dangerous area. Did you want to have somebody try to keep watch? Yeah, I can take first watch. Okay. Why don't you roll me a perception check? All right. And I have heat vision, which might be able to oh, help. Oh, yes. Natural one. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. You're seeing and hearing everything. It's perfect. We're don't see anything. I think to play into this at one point, um, there's a um, type of uh, wood that's, or a type of, yeah, wood from a tree that we use in uh, ceremonial pyres and such. And I see one out in the um, forest and I want to go and, um, uh, not light it on fire. Flower starts chopping down a tree. (laughs) I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to channel divinity and uh, grow it. bigger um just as you know and whisper some some prayers the the words to some songs for all the people in relish oh okay all right do you wake anybody up to take the next watch yeah i'll wake up athanasius okay athanasius it's i I need to get some sleep but uh you stay up don't don't worry there i'm there's nothing out. It's completely fine out here. Okay. And I kind of adjust myself a little bit so I can... I, I put myself in a slightly less comfortable position to make sure I won't fall back asleep. I coil around the tree and I coil the tip of my tail around his. Oh. Oh. Cute. Okay. Athanasius, why don't you uh, roll me a perception check? Not super great. 12. Okay. Yeah, um... It's fairly quiet. You don't hear a lot. You, uh, you know, uh, you do hear and feel, you know, some animals moving around. Um, you know, uh, I think maybe at one point you do uh, see something down on the ground. Um, but it's a hadrosaur, uh, which is a, um, a plant-eating her- herbivorous. There we go. <laughs> herbivorous dinosaur that is uh munching on uh some of the plant life it's moving slowly doesn't seem to take any notice of you up in the tree oh what a cutie pie sure (laughs) all right do you wake up caden to take the last watch yep okay all right i take watch all right perception check i keep my eye on the deadly sloth that i know has been inching its way towards us to kill us. <laughs> 17. All right. Uh, with your uh, excellent halfling vision, question mark, uh, <laughs> uh, you look around the forest and sure enough, about an hour into your watch, you see something moving uh, down the tree trunk towards you from the upper branches. It's a large furry spider. And by large, I mean, like, the palm of a person's hand, not, like, mm. fantasy large. Just normal large. 
I use ghost to push it away. Okay, it flies off the tree. <laughs> you just a spider off the tree. It's like a big just, fuzzy tarantula. Just like flick my hand and it goes. <laughs> yep. You hear as it falls off the tree. <laughs> but uh, that's that's all you see. All right. Um, as you awaken next morning. Uh, Caden and Athanasius, I need you to, to make me constitution saving throws. And Flower, I need you to roll me a d10. 10. Excellent. 18. Oh, no. Okay. Um, not good. 8. All right. Okay. You wake up in the morning, uh, sunlight filtering through the many layers of leaves, and as you're all sort of stretching and... Um, you know, uh, your muscles are probably pretty tight, Athanasius and Caden, since you were not used to sleeping up in tree branches. Flower, you notice something. You look down and realize that the cuts that the velociraptor made in your arms and chest, they haven't closed at all. And the place where the zombie's uh, bone and tooth club bit into your skin, it's still as raw as it was yesterday. And all the aches and bruises from falling into the water and running from the crocodile and everything else you did still seem to be just as fresh and smarting as they were yesterday. You did not heal any damage uh, during your long rest. Did the rest of us? Did I? You did. Um, whatchamacallit? The lay on hands, did that work? That worked. So I'm at 28 still. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lay on hands worked, but you did not heal up overnight as you usually do. Oh, fuck. I look really closely into one of them. Do I see any mushrooms? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, not yet. <laughs> you okay over there, Flower? Jesus, flower. I'm not healing. That's not good. That's not ideal. It's it's okay. I can use my my magic to um close things up. See, and I put uh ten points into myself. Okay, you pop back up to thirty eight. What's your max? Forty four. Okay, I was gonna try my magic to see if it worked too, but. If you seem like you're mostly healed, then I won't bother. Yeah, I've got a bit too big of a smile on my face. Like, I'm trying too hard to um, act like you, it's okay. Uh, you otherwise feeling okay? You feel sick or ill? Do I? I don't, I don't think so. Paladins are immune to disease, so, like... I thought of that. Mm. I wouldn't be. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I had a good way to get around it. What is it, a poison instead of a disease or some shit? No, it's not a... Oh, well, you don't Is know. it a spell? Fuck. <laughs> Give me way Wait. too much information. Wait, is it a spell? I'm not telling! Mm. You little you said shit. fuck, Tell it's us. too late. Tell us. It's too late. I'm not late. telling, you're you gonna have to find out. It. It's we a already mystery. know it's a spell. You said fuck when he said, is it a spell? Anybody want to guess what my third level spell is? You don't get to spell um, magic, do you? I was gonna say dispel I do magic. get to spell magic. <laughs> Sorcerers get to spell magic. I do. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Well, we oh, shall have to see. Not. I'm, um, I, I'm not going to use my third little stone until I confirm it. That's probably a mm-hmm. smart move. Even if it was a disease, a magical disease would be ended by dispel magic, I think. But yeah, anyway. Uh, doesn't matter. Not particularly relevant at this point. Uh, so, Flower, you just told Athanasius that you were you were feeling okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Although, if you wanted to take a look, um, is this anything you've re- read about? Um, I will roll. Would that be knowledge? Yeah. What kind of knowledge? <clears throat> Medicine, maybe? Or something similar to this? I mean, medicine is not a knowledge check. That's like a, uh, like your practical medical skill when you're trying to actually heal someone. So that's more of an action than a do I remember something. Uh, we'll just say nature. Nature. Okay. Well, you've only got three options. It's nature, history, or arcana. So. Nope. Never seen anything like this. Yeah, that makes that that figures that tracks. To be fair, you were at wizard school, so you weren't maybe necessarily studying, like, fungal infections. <laughs> you weren't training to be a healer or a doctor or anything like that. Based on the fact that I'm proficient with medicine, I probably learned something maybe from my sister or something. Yeah, well, we're dealing with a situation where your your actual skills maybe don't match with your backstory particularly well, right? Because you were going to school to be a wizard, but then ended up being a cleric by complete accident. I think it I think it would track that my sister, you know, at some point showed me uh some of her training in Yeah, the, I mean your your sister was training to be a healer, so yeah, that exactly. that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Okay. And as you sort of look over yourself oh, spoilers flower by and, the way, listeners. That's it's not really a spoiler. I mean, background info. Yeah, I mean, Athanasius has two siblings and a brother and a sister, and his sister was uh, training to be uh, a priestess. But one of her, she was particularly interested in the healing arts. I mean, the priests and priestesses of Alu did all sorts of different things, but that was her sort of her passion and her focus was on healing. So as you guys get ready to face a new day with this sort of troubling new development um you prepare to climb down from the tree and sort of you know pack up your gear and start to make your way through the brush uh to this lizard folk meeting place that flower knows of flower at the back of your mind you hear the smallest lowest voice and it whispers gather unto me That's it for this week, folks. If you enjoy our show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's one of the best ways to help others find us. You can also get in touch with us at TalesFromTheTableCast.com and on Twitter at TableTalesCast. Tales from the Table is edited and produced jointly by me, Cloud, and by Dre. 
A huge shout out to our friend Matt Marshall, who gives us advice on all things audio. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. See you again next week on Tales from the Table.